Hello and welcome to the March edition of the Popcast, a production of the Goethe Institute and Bayern Zwei's Zundfunk magazine. This is David Ingram, presenting the English version of Ralph Sommer's podcast, featuring five new albums from Berlin, Hamburg and Munich. Let's get started with a man from Munich who's putting down roots in the German capital, Jesper Munch, who has just come out with a cover record. The opening track is called Baby. Thank you. 
That was Baby, originally an American tune by Donnie and Joe Emerson from 1979. Unfortunately, the Emerson brothers from the state of Washington never made it big with Baby. But it's the opening cover on Taped Heart Sounds, Jesper Munk's latest album. A singer and guitarist from Munich, Munk has gained fame for his voice, which sounded experienced and mature even at a young age, and for his own timeless songs. He's recorded with veterans of the scene like John Spencer, Mocky and Seppalot. Two of his albums have made the German charts, and he has toured with the legendary British bluesman Eric Burden. Munk has now come out with blues, folk and soul renditions of some of his favourite songs by the likes of Tom Waits, Hank Williams, Jacques Brel, Etta James, J.J. Cale and Willie Dixon. The album is called Taped Heart Sounds. Wir versuchen uns alle ins Studio zu bekommen oder ich hatte eine Session gemacht mit Cassette Head Sessions eben it was an attempt to get all of us, my whole band, back into the studio. The cassette heads in Berlin invited me. They record the way it used to be done back in the 70s, on multi-track cassette recorders, which is something folks like Mac DeMarco and Conan Moccasin have recently rediscovered too. The way the cassette heads go about it is you record two songs on camera, one song of yours and one cover version for their cassette head sessions on YouTube. Those recordings became the Taped Heart Sounds album. The whole thing was crowdfunded, so it was pre-financed by fans. That was right when everything was being cancelled on account of Covid, so we got together semi-legally at the Fitzcarraldo, a bar that hosts film events, got tested twice and then recorded the songs. It was already clear to us at the time that live concerts would be the first sector to go, which is why we did the recordings. In the past, people used to be a little embarrassed about doing a cover record, but it's not really a studio album for me, it's more of a community project we put together, a kind of embrace, you might say. That was Jesper Munk on his new record, Taped Heart Sounds. Whether and how often he'll get a chance to perform it live with the cassette heads is still up in the air. But he does have one request. Fans can help out their favourite bands these days by buying tickets ahead of time instead of at the door. So the bands can make travel arrangements ahead of time and tour with less financial risk. Otherwise, this Danish-German artist might have to return to his roots and start busking again in the street. Jesper Munk is the first artist signed to Bill Broke Records, a new label in Hamburg, which is the hometown of Knaf Relum, our next featured artist. Knaf Relum's latest project is called the Knaf Relum Orchestra. Child. 
ist eigentlich mit den Spießern los? Wieso wollen die alternativ sein? Ich erinnere mich doch noch genau, wie angekotzt und voller Hass sie waren gegen alternativen Lebensstil, grün alternative Liste, alternative Ernährung. Und jetzt wollen die die Alternative sein? Die Alternative für Deutschland? Say it loud. Say it loud. Say it loud. Du hast einen Scheiß gebaut. Say it loud. Say it loud. Say it loud. Du hast Scheiß gebaut. Du tanzt Alice Weidel. Du tanzt den Putin. Du tanzt Lügenpresse. Rebellisch. Du willst nichts wissen. Du willst nichts wissen. Say it loud. Say it loud. Say it loud. Du hast Scheiß gebaut. Say it loud. Say it loud. Say it loud. Was ist denn mit den Rechten los? Die waren doch immer zufrieden mit Deutschland. Warum sind die denn unzufrieden? Ist es wegen einer Frau an der Macht? Und werden die jetzt wieder zufriedener, wenn die Frau weg ist? Say it loud. Say it loud. Say it loud. Du hast Scheiß gebaut. Say it loud. Say it loud. That was Say It Loud, Du Hast Scheiß gebaut, meaning You Fucked Up, a song by the Knaf Relum Orchestra that dances Germany's xenophobic Alternative for Deutschland party and the new European right off the dance floor. Knaf Relum's fans know him from before the Hamburg School in the mid-90s, when Blumfeld and Die Sterner made it big. Knaf Relum was already active before that, alongside Bernadette Lahengst, Jochen Distelmeier, Frank Spilke and Bernd Begemann, he got his start in the bubble at Fast Weltweit, a small record company in Bad Salzuflen, Westphalia. Since then, he's launched a score of projects, whose names are often playful variations on his stage name Knaf Relum, such as Dubby King Knaf, Sister Knaf Relum, and now the Knaf Relum Orchestra, which is an allusion to Son Ra, the pioneer of space jazz and his orchestra. Ich liebe diese Wortspielereien mit meinem Namen. Mein Name ist ja ein Anonym. I love all this wordplay using my name. My artistic alter ego is Knaf Relum, which is an anonym of my real name. It's Frank Muller spelled backwards. I once said I wanted to flummox the music industry by constantly changing names. Well, I still do. I once saw an interview with the rapper LL Cool J. When asked what LL stands for, he said, Ladies Love. So I initially called myself Ladies Love Knaf Relum. I always like borrowing from hip-hop. 
Snoop Dogg once had a TV show called The Shizzle Dizzle Whistle, which inspired me to Knaf Relum and the Shisha Shalom, a tribe called Knaf. Naturally, that's from a tribe called Quest. I once borrowed a Bob Dylan title to call myself the Freewheeling Knaf Relum. Lately, it's the Knaf Relum Orchestra. I must have forgotten some of the names. Didn't I go by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Knaf at some point? Crosby, Stills, Nash and Knaf genannt? Ich weiß es nicht mehr. Despite the name Knaf Relum Orchestra, he's not about to take a big orchestra on tour. He doesn't like music that sounds too big, bombastic or complex. His roots in punk and new wave run too deep to go in for that sort of thing. He wants it simple, minimal. So don't expect the Knaf Relum Orchestra to sound like the Sun Ra Orchestra. Diego Castro came up with the title and cover of Knaf Relum's new record, by the way. Diego is a member of the Berlin band Black Hino and a visual artist. The picture he did for Knaf's album cover is called Kritik der Leistungsgesellschaft. In other words, Critique of the Achievement-Orientated Society. The album is full of spacey dub sounds and snappy funk, plus some ska and acid house tracks. And with his longtime partner DJ Patex, he sings a song that has the makings of a future anti-gentrification anthem. Natürlich hoffe ich, dass of das course, Stück I hope Die Mieten sind zu hoch, the rents are too high, will be played at every demo against the rent madness. After all, I also make utility music that's to be used for everyday purposes. But if all you want is some groove, Knaf has got a new song called Keine Diskussion, Percussion, meaning no backtalk, percussion, which is a good cue for some instrumental music by Berlin-based Maya Schenfeld. Let's hear her tune, Body Electric.
That was Body Electric by Maya Schenfeld. Maya's from Jerusalem, but has been based in Berlin since 2010. And that's where she landed a record deal with the renowned US label Thrill Jockey right off the bat for her first album. Her label mates there included the likes of Mouse on Mars, Sam Precop and Tortoise. Maya recently performed that first album, which is called In Free Fall, at the Frameworks Festival at Munich's Blitz Club. It was her first gig in a long time. In Free Fall sounds like an electronica mix, replete with reverb vocals and booming bass, blending electronic synthesis with organic sound. As it happens, Schenfeld is actually a classically trained guitarist, but for her solo project, she uses synths, effects units and a mixing desk. And, you know, as a debut album that also took quite a while to compose and produce, it was some sort of um, a search um, of trying to sort of discover what it is that really sounds like the music that I want to be making. Um, and I just I just returned from a 10-day silent um, meditation retreat in the Jordan Valley in the north of Israel. And it was really weird to return to Berlin and realize that the whole world is slowly going under this mode of retreating, of um, distancing, considering that I had this very conservative classical um, education and then... Um, and then I experimented with a lot of other musical directions um, and played in, a, in an indie rock band. I think a lot of these experiences of leaving the classical world, um, the academic scene, um, of playing um, in a punk band, of, um, of studying lots of um, yoga and meditation, and all of these things at times felt a little bit like free-falling. And then the pandemic hit and... There was really, you know, a feeling of like a sense of groundlessness. And I spoke um, here with my partner, Boaz Levin, and he mentioned to me, you know, um, the visual artist um, Hito Steirel has um, an essay from 2011 that is called In Free Fall. Um, and uh, you should check it out. It sounds like you're thinking um, about some of the things that she's describing. And then I read her essay and... Um, you know, she talks both about the physical experience that people have in free fall and also like the, the idea of the vertical perspective. So the loss of the steady horizon. And that felt to me like it really sort of, in a way, connects and resonates um, with the music. So that's a little bit about the concept. Hito Style, by the way, is a Munich writer and filmmaker whose writings and essayist documentaries address post-colonial issues and the feminist critique of representation. Maya Schenfeld's debut album, In Free Fall, opens with the track we've just heard, Body Electric. It's one of her favourites on the record, and a special sort of musical exercise. Body Electric is one of my favourite tracks on the record. I compose it towards the end of the production period of this project, and it started... As an experiment for myself, I wanted to write a sonata, to use the classical sonata, traditional sonata form, and, and see how it goes. And so Body Electric, it's titled, so there is something that is very relentless and repetitive about these arpeggios that go up and down, are filtered in and out. 
Yes. So in a sense, the title is sort of inspired by some of the experiences I had in that silent 10-day silent meditation retreat I um, talked about earlier. Anaphora, um, which is the last track on the record, sort of um, closes the ring of compositions of the record because it starts with brass instruments and ends with brass instrument. It was also sort of an experiment. I knew that I wanted to write some sort of a chord progression that is like a chorale, but a modern one. It gives it some sort of a little meditative nature. I like that the album opens and closes with the sound of the brass. Yeah, I mean, that's another pretty amazing story. I played my last gig um, at a small off space in Neukölln called Centrum. Um, the last gig before the pandemic around two and a half years ago, or I don't know, um, I don't remember how long ago it exactly was. And it's a tiny, tiny, tiny room. And that room um, is right on the street and it was pretty crowded. Um, it was also easy to get it, you know, to feel and look crowded. Um, um, and, you know, it had a nice sort of light. And, um, and so um, Thrill Jockey had just opened their office in Berlin um, and Matt Fiddler, who uh, works for Thrill Jockey, just passed by the street and he saw that the space was really crowded and that he was curious. There was good light and music. So he walked in and he saw my, my set. After the show, he approached me and um, he said he liked the music and I had no idea that he was someone, you know, from the industry. So I was polite and kind and it was lovely to meet him and we barely spoke. And this is, um, yeah, a year later, there we go. Um, the record's out on vinyl LPs, um, and I'm just so excited to have the music out there. That's the story. Let's linger in Berlin for Ameu, which is spelt A-M-E-W-U, but you don't pronounce the W. Ameuga 
Erbe aus dem deutschen Kolonialgebiet. Zahle meine Hüttensteuer in Berlin. Ich sag, ich akzeptiere ihre Regeln nicht. Aber kann ich es mir leisten, ihnen mitzuspielen? Die Angst vor der Kälte allein sein dem Hunger beeinflusst das Denken und macht uns verwundbar. Selbst wenn ich genug hab, dann bleibt diese Furcht. Wenn ich nicht noch mehr hab, die ist unten. Ich hab viel in meinem Leben gekauft, aber zu viel davon nie in meinem Leben gebraucht. Der Konsum mir ist ein Knast, aber der Käfig ist auf. Gedankengänge im Gehege, ich bewege mich raus. Sie wollen mir erzählen, ich kann noch leben, wie ich will. Als gäbe es kein systemisches Problem mit diesem Bild. Ich will nicht meine Nebenrolle spielen in diesem Film. Ich schreibe lieber selbst, denn das Drehbuch hier ist Müll. Ich bin nicht kompatibel mit dem Ort, an dem ich bin. Singe nicht in Keen Korn, dem sie singen. Der Krieg war nie vorbei. Ich wohne nur im befriedeten Gebiet. Außerhalb wird noch gemordet für Gewinn. Man präsentiert mir Ausbeuterei und sagt mir dieser Riesenhaufen Scheiße, die das Dünger für die Farm. Es geht um den Ertrag und das müssen man ertragen. Ich ertrage einen Scheiß, Mann. Ich trage nur meinen Namen. Arme, liebst du Geld? Arme, bist du ein Mensch? Arme, liebst du Geld? Arme, bist du ein Mensch? Arme, liebst du Geld? Arme, bist du ein Mensch? Arme, liebst du Geld? Arme, bist du ein Mensch? Arme, That was Ame U and Ame Uga, the opening track on his new record, Ame Uga. It was produced by the number one hip-hopper Megalo. Ame U Nove has been rapping in German since 2009, and this Berliner has just made it into the top ten German albums for the first time, with his new record, Haben oder Sein, To Have or To Be. Compared to most of the other hip-hop music on the charts, it's unusually enlightened and modest. So who is this Ame U? He's a German Ghanaian who grew up in Berlin. He had his first success ten years ago with his debut album Leidkultur. That's Leid with a D. So Leidkultur means culture of suffering or of sorrow. It's a play on the term Leitkultur. That's light with a T which means dominant culture, an idée fixe that's all the rage in conservative German circles, namely that people like Ame U Nove should integrate and embrace the values and culture of white mainstream society, which is something Ame U is tired of hearing all the time. The past decade wasn't easy for him. During his extended break from the studio, the Afro-German musician didn't record much music, though he did play gigs, Ame U had money problems owing to the loss of live performances and was afraid he couldn't pay the rent anymore. He had to learn how to live on a shoestring budget. Then it all turned around. He got a chance to do theatre at the Berlin Schaubühne in a play directed by Thomas Ostermeyer. Ame U talks about the experience. Ich wurde einfach angefragt aus heiterem Himmel. Und ich habe mich natürlich zuerst gefragt, wie, wie kommen die auf mich? Ich jetzt They asked me out of the blue halt for the play Returning to Reims by Didier Eribon. There was an actor rapping on stage in the previous production, so they wanted someone who could rap for the new production too, and who could contribute to the content of the play with his lyrics. So I ended up co-writing the play. I went from having no theatre experience to becoming an actor and playwright, so to speak, from zero to a hundred. A very interesting experience. Also von gar keine Theatererfahrung zu Schauspieler und Theaterautor sozusagen von 0 auf 100. Sehr interessante Erfahrung. 
When comparing theatre and rap, Ame U says hip-hop is what he loves most, though they have a lot in common, especially standing on stage and performing. He's been in the rap game long enough now to see what's what. For some now, you've got plenty of folks in the music industry who aren't all that big on rap. It's just a job for them. Frankly, I can't relate to that sort of thing. It also bothers me that more and more companies want to make rap part of the culture. It matters to me when I see a logo on stage at a music festival from a company that has sponsored it. Or does the company want to take over the whole festival? Think Red Bull music. They produce an energy drink and shouldn't exaggerate their role. Sie stellen einen energy drink her. Sie sollen einfach auf gut Deutsch gesagt ihre Rolle nicht übertreiben. Amiu made these remarks in an interview with Anne-Katrin Mittelstraß over at Bayern 2's Zündfunk magazine. His album Haben oder Sein is about social criticism as well as issues like participation, the global north-south divide and climate change, but also masculinity and admitting your own mistakes to yourself. We're going to close with a brand new record coming out in mid-March. It's by Ebo, whose name when she's at home is Ebru Duzgun. She was recently a guest at the WDR Funkhaus Orchestra's Machiavelli Sessions and the only guest artist featured on Die Erzter's latest album called Dunkel. Ebo plays with Nalan, whom we recently presented on the podcast, as the duo Gaddafi Girls. But now she's come out with a new solo album. It's called Jane, And the lyrics reflect her contemplative side as well as her contradictory urges. It's set to bass sounds by her producer, Walter P. During lockdown, Ebo would often sit at the windowsill and gaze down at the streets below, wishing she were in one of those cars zipping by. Araba ist entstanden, weil ich dadurch, dass ich die ganze Zeit zu Hause war und Neukölln wohne, habe ich halt immer, ich wohne halt an so einer lauten Straße und dann hört man halt immer die Musik. I was in the flat all the time. I live on a noisy street in Berlin Neukölln, so I could hear what people outside were hearing. I heard songs playing outside that I already knew, and that inspired me to listen to them again. I love that feeling of cruising down the street in a car with all the people out there. That's how the track Araba came about. As for the song Trouble, when you meet someone new, but you're thinking to yourself, I'm trouble myself, and is this new relationship strong enough to withstand the trouble you bring with you? The question, do you want to put energy into it or not? That's what trouble is about. And the song Prada Bag is about living in such a very capitalistic society. In the song, I ask myself questions like, what does it mean for a person of colour to wear brands like these? And why is that? This is the album I feel closest to. Jane means my soul in Kurdish. Album, was am nächsten an mir dran ist und die Bedeutung passt deswegen auch ganz gut, weil Gianni bedeutet so meine Seele eigentlich. That was Ebo on her new record. It's somewhere between old and new school, between battle rap and R&B. The album is out on Alvazai, which is the name not only of a new label she co-founded in Berlin, but also of a music festival, whose aim is to help young artists of colour make it into the music business. Alvazai, by the way, means friends in Kurdish. 
And that, my friends, brings us to the end of the March Popcast by the GI Popcast crew and Bayern Zwei's Sundfunk magazine. Angie Portman will be back in April. Let's wrap it up with some German trap by Ebo. Here's the track Trouble off her new album Alvozai, which, once again, is coming out in mid-March. Ich will nicht Probleme bringen, wo Probleme sind, ja ne, ich lach, doch in mir stecken Tränen drin, geh auf Distanz und du verstehst es nicht, ich spiel kein Game, nein, ich play dich nicht. Ich check nur mich selbst und ich weiß, ich bin zu viel für dich, liebst du den Trouble? Sei ehrlich oder liebst du mich? Liebst du mich? Denn ich check nur mich selbst. Und ich weiß, ich bin zu viel für dich. Liebst du den Trouble? Sei ehrlich. Oder liebst du mich? Liebst du mich? Liebst du mich? Denn ich bin Trouble. Trouble, mein Herz. Trouble. Ich weiß nicht.